0: And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home... And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 9th of June. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented, as always, by our title sponsor, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, 800 747 And of course, we're coming at you today after the Panthers win their first ever Stanley Cup final game. It took seven tries, but here we are, and the Panthers win an absolute thriller last night in front of the home crowd who couldn't deserve it more. The Panthers are in this series. They cut the series lead two games to one, setting up for a monster, a monster game four tomorrow night. The biggest game. Every game now is the biggest game in franchise history. The biggest game in franchise history tomorrow night. The good times continue to roll on because tonight we have another championship game. It's down at Kaseya Center as the Miami Heat (coughs) are, are going to look to even their best of seven series again with the Denver Nuggets tonight. So as excited as we are, About the Panthers from last night. And we're gonna spend a, a, a lot of this show today on the Panthers reacting to last night. I mean, who the hell needed down 3 0 in the Stanley Cup finals? You think I needed down 3 0 in the Stanley Cup finals? You think I needed that shit in my life? You think I needed to wake up this morning down three games to none after the season that the Panthers are having, after the joy that they're bringing all of us? Down three games to none? You think I needed that shit in my life? You didn't need that in your life? Well, Thanks to heroics from Matthew Kachuk, from Carter Vahegi, nobody has that in their life this morning. So the Panthers have a ton of life, and tomorrow night, again, we're in the pressure cooker. So, uh, oh, by the way, today, Meadowlark Media, Basketball Illuminati, Tom Haberstroh, he's going to join us today. We'll talk about what's going on with the Heat, his thoughts on tonight. What lineups are working for the Heat? What's not working for the Heat? So we'll get our pal Tom Haberstrow on the show. Basketball Illuminati, Metal Arc Media. You guys listen to him with El Hassan. He's great. We'll get Tom on the show, and we'll talk majority Heat basketball. Well, majority of Heat basketball, we'll talk on the show today. We will talk with Tom Haberstrow. It's Friday. That means we got big movie, not a big movie. We got big game. Not a big game. You know how it goes. There's so much going on. And hell, we got a bunch of movies too. I saw Across the Spider-Verse the other day. I'll get to that coming up. Obviously, oh, and we got to do a little bit on Messi. Hey, the, the most famous soccer player in the world is going to play for Inter Miami. It's still crazy. Absolutely crazy. So anyway, we got some Messi stuff to get to. But the Panthers, let me let me get this out there right now so I don't forget. So we have game four tomorrow night, FLA Live Arena. I told you, courtesy of Sheets and Giggles, we're doing like a, 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 a pregame hangout kind of deal. I tweeted this out yesterday, but you can also go to at Sheets Giggles and you can check it out. So we're doing a hangout starting at 4 p.m. There's going to be an open bar. I mean, not unlimited, but there's an open bar up to a certain number of people you can register at the link, all right? So th- there's going to be a cutoff, so you want to go and register. If you want to come hang out with us, Quarterdeck in Sunrise. It's right across the street from FLA Live Arena. Obviously, my man, Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he's throwing this party. He's taking me to the game with him tomorrow night. It'll be my first ever Stanley Cup final game. Haven't been to a playoff game even this year, all right? It'll be my overall seventh playoff game, I'm 3-3 and at Panther playoff games, lifetime. It'll be my seventh time at a Panther playoff game, my first ever Stanley Cup final game. So, really appreciate my man, Colin, founder and CEO, Sheets and Giggles. He's taking me with him tomorrow night. But, before all that, I want you guys to come and hang out. Now, if you want to get in on the bar tab, you got to go register, all right? So, go to, at Sheets Giggles, you'll see the link, and and you make an RSVP, all right? There's also a place where you, and no one's being charged anything. But there's also a place where you can make a, a, an optional donation, all right? To and donations are going to go to how about this, Jason Jackson, the Jacks Fam Foundation. Colin is directing the donations, optional to the Jacks Fam Foundation. So that's really cool. So quarter and even if you if you don't get in on the RSVP, you know for for the bar tab. I still want you guys to come and hang out. So if you're a Zaslow Show 2.0 listener, you're a Panther fan, stay and watch the game at Quarterdeck or come on out to Quarterdeck, hang out, and then we're all going to go to the game afterward. We can all all ride in a huge Uber together right across the street to the game. So I'm going to be there. Chris Cody's going to be there. Maybe Greg Cody's going to be there. Sheets and Giggles, great sponsor of the Greg Cody Show podcast with Greg Cody. And listen, for anyone who thinks there's any kind of bad blood between the Codys and the Zazlows not the case. We're all on the same team. It's a truce with the Codys. For now. For now. We're all on the same team. We're on the team of Sheets and Giggles. We're on the team of the Florida Panthers. So, a truce with the Codys, and I hope that everybody comes out quarter deck, 4 p.m. up until game time tomorrow, quarter deck and sunrise, and that, of course, is courtesy of Of Sheets and Giggles. Everybody knows, of course, the Zaslow family are four of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. You want to get in on Sheets and Giggles too. I sleep like a baby every single night now. SheetsGiggles.com Alright, I hope we see everybody out there. We'll get to some heat stuff. We'll get to some messy stuff. Let's get right... Last night was unbelievable. What an experience. I'm so... I mean... The Panthers, like my initial thought after the game last night, I'm so proud of them. They're giving us so much joy. And this this is why sports are great. Like people have asked me before, why do you care so much about sports? And it's nights, it's moments like last night that you point at this Panther team. They're giving us so much joy. Like I get goosebumps just, just saying that. And we have such great fans. You know, Carter Verhage mentioned this after the game last night. We have such great fans. People bust on Panther fans. I'm so glad that all the talk of moving the team to Quebec, like, that, that's all over. Like, none of that's ever going to come up again. We have a great fan base. They've just been treated like shit. The ownership, the team, for so long. Yeah, that snake oil salesman, Michael Yormark, Just been treated like shit for so long. But there are so many great, great Panther fans who have waited these 27 years. I mean, that's a prison sentence. Have waited these 27 years. You you could kill someone. You get out of jail quicker in between Panther Stanley Cup final appearances. We have such great fans. And I'm so happy for all of them. that This team is bringing us so much joy. And last night is one of those nights that you point at, this is why I love sports so much. Look how happy everyone was. I I got goosebumps just telling you guys about it right now. I'm so thrilled. And last night was was such a great slash frustrating experience as well, which ended really, really great. So, like, you had this, I felt great about the game, great start to the game. The first 15 minutes in. Brandon Montour scores five minutes in. He gets on the board. He hadn't scored since the first round, I think it was. So Montour gets in. He's a new dad. That's awesome. Panthers are up 1-0. And then the last five minutes. And then into the first few minutes of the second period. Just a disaster. I thought we were going to go into the first intermission feeling great about the way the Panthers opened this game. And instead, I I was demoralized because yes it was 1-1 okay but it was one nothing it should have been Panthers going on the power play late in the first period because Gutis was boarded and instead he takes a really bad penalty and they said on the broadcast he may not have known that the referee's hand was up so instead he's retaliating but either way like you can't do that at this point you can't do that down two games to none. So he then picks up the cross-check penalty, and instead of being up one nothing and going on the power play, it's one nothing. it's 4-on-4, four four, and then Duclair takes a terrible tripping penalty. They wind up scoring 4-on-3, and it's 1-1 now going into the second intermission, uh, going into the first intermission, going into the second period. And then early in the second period... You got Barkov who takes a penalty and they score there so it's 2-1 like we're going to lose this series because of something we're going to get swept in this series because of something that has been a major problem all year and they just can't get under control and it's like they're unraveling with the penalties that they're taking and I'm like we're down 2-1 now after two periods and we're dead I mean I, I just I think we're dead you know and, and here's the thing Vegas is better than us. They are. They're awesome. And you got Marcia so who's killing us, six years later, after former Panthers general manager Dale Town just gave him away to the Vegas Knights. He stunk, Dale Talon, And Marcia so all these years later, is just murdering us. And Vegas is better than us. But that's not the way this works, right? That's why the Stanley Cup playoffs... Are so good because yes, Vegas is better, but that doesn't mean they're winning the series. It does if you keep the game close, and if you got a goalie who could stand on his head, Sergei Bobrovsky was sensational last night. As great a performance as he's had this postseason, has he had games that he's been better? I mean, he had a shutout this postseason against uh, against Carolina, right? Has he been? Has he had games where he's been better? Yes, but last night was his most important game of his career. The Panthers had to win that game last night. And Sergei Bobrovsky, even down 2-1, is keeping the Panthers in this game. A game they had no business hanging around in. A game they had no business not being down 5-1 instead of 2-1. Sergei Bobrovsky was phenomenal last night. So any of that talk, any of that conversation about... You know, Bobrovsky turning into a pumpkin. He's back to what he was in the regular season. He's back to what he's been the past few years. Nope. He was fantastic last night and kept the Panthers in this game, in a game that they had no business being in and against a team who they are not as good as. But that's not how the Stanley Cup playoffs work. You know, in the NBA, if you you were being outplayed by the other team... You get game three heat nuggets, and they kick our ass. That's not how it necessarily works in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And Bobrovsky keeps this team in the game, and it's like, all right, we're approaching three minutes. Bobrovsky's going to leave that net. He's going to wind up getting out of there soon, and then he does with what? Like 240, 245-ish? Bobrovsky's out because the Panthers have full control. And I said to my son, all right, because I'm watching with Jordan, my younger son, I said, this is it. This is the series right here. And we're both standing up now at this point. And like he's done for us all postseason, Matthew Kachuk comes up so huge. Drives across. Kachuk!
1: white cloud and then florida goes to work and look at matthew kachuk gets inside position on zach white cloud fortunate bounce second chance opportunity and right off the camera in the net and what else is new right kachuk just
0: continues to keep the panthers alive in these playoffs so many clutch goals throughout how about Dad Keith Kachuk with the with the red wine, the glass of red wine? He's classy as hell, Keith Kachuk. So we're jumping around the Zaslow Mansion family room. We're bat. We're in this baby. We're in it. Kachuk ties it. We got a shot here. They pull the goalie, and just right away, they end up getting the game tying score. And then you get the bullshit. Now the Panthers look. They're at fault plenty taking terrible penalties throughout the series, taking bad penalties even this game. But that is some bullshit officiating to call that penalty, and it was so chintzy. I mean, first they called it on Barkov, the trip where it wasn't a trip on Barkov, and then they ended up giving it to Forsling, which was the right guy to give it to. If it were a trip, he didn't stick his toe out. He's skating normal. And the other player runs into his toe and falls over. I mean... It looked like it could have been a dive too. To be perfectly honest with you, can you imagine this series? The series essentially ends because of bullshit. That's what just happened. The officiating has stunk in these Stanley Cup Finals, and so it was with like what eleven seconds left in the third. So it's going to go into overtime. So we go to the intermission. All right, but here's the thing: I actually I felt surprisingly good going into the overtime. Because I felt like, you know, yes, could the series essentially end because the officials made a bullshit call late in the third period with seconds remaining? Yes. But I also felt, you know what? We're going to have karma on our side now. We're taking bullshit penalties, that's for sure. But that right there was not one of them. And that's garbage from that referee. And you know what? We're going to have the good karma coming in our direction right now. We're going to kill off this penalty and we're going to score. I really I really felt okay about it going into overtime. I felt like we had the good karma and they do a great job killing off the penalty and then just a couple minutes after that right back in this series. it shot in overtime this postseason staying clutch Carter Verhage I mean that was as clutch a win in the history of South Florida sports they needed it so freaking bad they get the goal to tie it with the extra skater the goalie pulled Matthew Kachuk he's been clutch as hell and Carter Verhage another overtime winner he had over. he had the overtime winner to win the series last year in the first round against the capitals he's got the greatest goal in the history of the florida panthers now game seven in overtime first round this year against boston and then does it again last night as clutch a win we have ever had in the history of south florida sports and carter verhage i mean yes matthew kachuk is in the running there But Verhage might be the most clutch player in the history of the Florida Panthers now. Winning the series last year in Washington, hadn't won a series in 26 years. Then this year, completing the comeback against Boston, Game 7 in Boston. And last night, the first ever Stanley Cup Finals win. And Carter Verhage just rifles it past Aiden Hill as clutch a moment. In the history of South Florida sports. And Carter Verhage, big time clutch player. And we, we're jumping around the Zaslow Mansion family room. Me and my son, were hugging. hugging. And you know what? Going into the game yesterday, I told you, our big guns need to be huge. Matthew Kachuk was huge. Brandon Montour was huge. Carter Verhage was huge. Our big guns and Bobrovsky. Our big guns needed to be huge. And in the biggest moments, they came up enormous last night. That shit was awesome. I, oh my god! And you know what? I'd like to, I'd like to wake up this morning, and I, I conti- look I'm so excited. Obviously, I'd like to wake up this morning and just be super excited about the Panthers. Instead, I need to get my act together, and I'm scared to death about that massive loaf of bread that the Heat have to deal with tonight. I mean, can I get 24 hours? Where I could celebrate the Panthers. Instead, I'm in the pressure cooker again tonight. Dealing with this Jokic. But last night, oh man. That shit was so good. So good. I'm so proud of the team. I'm happy for the Panther fan. Just, a, just an incredible night. And tomorrow night, I'll, I'll see you there. Biggest game in Panther franchise history. And hopefully you come out to the quarter deck before the game. The quarter deck there in Sunrise. You can come hang out. I'm going to be there. My man Colin from Sheets and Giggles. The Cody's are going to be there. I think Juju Gotti's going to be there. Likely he's going to – he's not going to hat shame me because I'm not wearing any hats anymore. He'll probably shame whatever clothes I'm wearing, although I I, I think we're rocking a Panther jersey, right? I think that's what we got to do. So, anyway, let, tomorrow tomorrow's going to be so great. Oh, I'm not going to the Heat game tonight. Remember, I did tell you I was trying to go. And and yes, that's true. I was trying to go. Everybody knows when I'm trying to go, that means I'm looking for the hookup. I was trying to go to the Heat game tonight. Didn't work out. So we'll just watch it from home. That's totally fine. I'll enjoy the game at home. Hey, I want to tell you guys, you know, we got amazing sponsors on the show. They're all super huge South Florida sports fans. So I love that part. If you have a water leak in your home, that could wind up being big time damage. You gotta get to it before any of that happens. And that's why I tell you call or text Water Cleanup of Florida. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954 900 8635. My boys, the Greensteins, I send you to them. They're family, friends. I grew up with them, and they have over 60 years of combined experience. Water Cleanup of Florida will handle all types of leak detection issues. After the leak has been located and repaired, they're not done. Water cleanup of Florida is then going to clean, dry, and fully restore all the damaged areas. So you don't need to bring in other contractors. They're handling the entire project from start to finish. Water Cleanup of Florida serves the entire Tri-County area. Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County. Fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide that one-stop shopping that all of us busy businesses, business owners and homeowners require. You can follow them on all the social medias. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. Yes. All right. So... We're gonna talk heat basketball with Tom Haberstro Before we get to that, and and we have we're gonna tell you the big games coming up. Don't worry, I know you guys are getting antsy. It's a very big weekend, so I want to tell you a little bit about. So so Leno Mess is coming here in Miami. All right, it's 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 like the biggest sports news in the world the last couple of days, and the details are still like super sketch. Don't know when he's gonna start playing. We're hoping it's gonna be this summer. It seems that, so Inter Miami's playing in like a League Cup tournament at some point here this season, and it seems like that first game against uh, De La, uh, like Cruz Azul, I think is the team name, like they're saying that could be the first game. Now that's not a game that is included in the Inter Miami season ticket package. The second half, okay, let me try and explain this. So... They think that game could be the game. Go look up the ticket prices for that game. It's at Dry Pink Stadium. The cheapest ticket to get in is like $2,400. So it feels like that may be the game that he debuts. And I don't know if he'll only play in those League Cup games, which is two or three games, or if he'll then play with the club the rest of the season. I, I don't know. But none of the... Only one more regular season game, which I think is next weekend, is available for purchase on Ticketmaster. Single-game tickets. He's not going to play in that game. He's not going to play yet. None of the other regular season game single-game tickets are for sale yet. I noticed, I think I talked about this, I noticed before the season, right? Even though I'm a season ticket holder and I have all my tickets, for single game tickets, I noticed this before the season started. Single game tickets were only on sale for the first half of the year, up until July. Why would that be? Now there's all there's there's been rumors for a couple of years now, right? About Leno Messi joining Inter Miami, and so and I'm pretty sure we talked about this. Is that got me excited because is it possible? And it clearly was the case that Inter Miami feels they have a real shot at landing Messi. So they're not putting the second half of the tickets, the single game tickets up for sale yet because they want to wait till he joins the team. Then you put those tickets on sale and jack up the prices. And look what happened. That's exactly what happened. They held off on those tickets because they felt... They were going to land Messi. And if they do, they will eventually put those tickets for sale at astronomical prices. Now, like I said, it's whatever to me. I don't know if you know, I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. But those are going to be expensive tickets. (laughs) Expensive tickets. And look, I've never done this before. Like when I was a heat season ticket holder, I've never sold my tickets for profit. I've never done that. I haven't. I've never, ever done that. We will be doing that for at least a couple games. How could you not? We'll be doing that a couple games here for Inter Miami. Like the first game that he debuts, that's going to be a crazy ticket. I already told my friend who I split the tickets and said, hey, what do you want to do? If the tickets are sold for like $1,000 each, are we going to go to the debut or are we going to sell them? I already texted him. I said, Listen, i made an executive decision. We're selling those. We'll go to plenty of games. I think there's nine more home games. We'll go to plenty of games. But believe me, we're going to sell a couple of them. God, how could you not? And like I said yesterday, it's so cool where the difference between when, when LeBron announced that he was coming to the Heat and when Messi announced he's coming to enter miami I was super excited for LeBron. Not because it's LeBron, it's because of what LeBron is going to do for the Heat. Like, if LeBron came here and the Heat didn't win at least one championship, it would have been a massive disappointment. I was excited for LeBron for what he's going to do for the because we're going to win championships now. That's not what I'm excited about with Messi. I really don't care if Inter-Miami wins a championship with Messi. It's not going to be a disappointment, for me at least. If... Inter Miami doesn't win a championship. Now maybe that's because Inter Miami's only been around for a few years, and at that point, the Heat had been around for what are we talking? Like, I don't know, twenty years, twenty-two years at that point. Whatever it was. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna, it, it. I'm not gonna be upset. Like, it's not gonna be a failure if Inter Miami doesn't win a championship. It would have been a failure if LeBron didn't win with the Heat. I just want to watch Messi. I didn't just want to watch LeBron, I wanted to watch LeBron win on the heat. Here, I just want to watch Messi. I just want to he's on my favorite my favorite soccer team now. I get to watch the greatest soccer player in the world who we love in this house because I've told you my wife's family is Argentinian. So we've always loved Messi. But not the way obviously you got so many Argentinians down here. I've seen these videos. Like some people you don't understand maybe you don't understand what this guy means to so many people. There are videos they put on the news where you saw like there was this one family who told their daughter when she got home from school, they're clearly Argentinian, who told their daughter uh, in Miami that they signed Messi. And the kid is hysterically crying. This kid's like nine years old. And the kid, the, this little girl is hysterically crying for what this guy means to these people. It's, it's remarkable. Here, here's the thing. How about this? So I happened to notice recently my Twitter. So a few days ago, or what was it, two days ago, whatever it was, two or three days ago, Messi announced he's coming here in Miami. In the last two days, I've gained almost 4,000 Twitter followers, which makes no sense in the span of a couple days. And then I'm doing a deep dive into who these people are It's all soccer stuff. It's all people who follow soccer, love Messi, and they want to follow South Florida people who are going to talk about Messi. So in just two days, I've gained 4,000 Twitter followers. That's not normal. That's the effect that he's already having down here. And that's just a stupid thing involving my stupid Twitter. Amazing, right? So the Heat tonight, oh, the Panthers, that shit was, oh my God, so good. And like I said, God forbid I could enjoy this Panther win for 24 hours. Instead, I, you know, I'll be sweating out this Heat game tonight. And by the way, I feel like, I'm not going to say I feel good about the Heat tonight. But I do think the Heat are going to win. It's hard to feel, like you could think the Heat are going to win, like I do. But it's hard to feel good about the Heat. The Nuggets are really good. And they kicked our ass the other night. So it's hard to feel good about the Heat tonight. But I do think they're going to win. And I do think we're going to get right back in this series. How about this? The Heat have lost three straight NBA Finals home games. That's bad. Games 3 and 4 in 2014 San Antonio. And of course the other night. The Heat have lost three straight NBA Finals home games. It's bad. Gotta snap that shit tonight. You think I need four straight home NBA Finals losses in my life? I think I need that in my life. Come on. Let's go. And I will will say this. I was listening this morning. Listen to a show on on ESPN Radio last night. It's on weeknights at 7 o'clock. Called Joe and Amber. Great show. Great girl, Amber Wilson. And I thought she made a really good point. Where the Nuggets got an historic performance in winning Game 3. Jokic and Murray, first time ever, same game. Now, first time in the Finals. First time in NBA history. Yes, Jokic was the first player in NBA Finals history with a 30-20 triple-double. But this is the first time in NBA history you had two 30-point triple-doubles in the same game. And it happened in the Finals. So, the Nuggets got an historic performance and route to a Game 3 win. If you don't get an historic performance... You're probably getting a close game. And we like the Heat in close games. I thought that was a good point, Jimmy. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, I, I, I you can't believe that the Nuggets are going to get another historic performance. And if that's the case, I, I love the Heat in close games. The Heat have been phenomenal in close games this postseason. The Heat, now because they were outscored by a point in Game 3 in the fourth quarter, are a plus 89 this postseason, in the fourth quarter. The Heat are great in the fourth quarter. They're great in close games all year long, by the way. So, I don't feel good about the Heat tonight, but I I think they're going to win. It's hard to feel good. The Nuggets, I mean, with what they did to us. All right. We'll get to Haberstro in a moment here. First, though, talk about the Heat, the Panthers, and you guys are probably saying to yourself, yo, Zaslow, I got to know. Is it a big game? Or is it not a big game? Big game or not a big game? Every Friday, I'm going to let you know what's going on this weekend. Big game or not a big game, always brought to us by our friends at Brunt Insurance. If you're looking for affordable care, you want to get the best rates on your homeowner's insurance, car insurance, motorcycle, boat insurance, bruntinsurance.com, 954 <clears> 589 two two zero four brunt insurance number one rated insurance agency in all of florida top five in the country and that's because look wherever you're calling from from pensacola to the keys brunt insurance has you covered you call them at 954-589-2204 the market's confusing if you're going to try and do this on your own that's why you go to brunt insurance and it's fully licensed staff they know the area that you're calling from They're going to make sure you're covered from top to bottom. They're going to get you coverage you don't even know that you need. That's why you go to Brunt Insurance. I've been getting my homeowner's insurance with Brunt Insurance for almost 10 years now. It's the only insurance agency I'm ever going to use. And once you call them and you see the discounts that you're going to get from what you were previously paying, yeah, they're the only insurance company you're ever going to use as well. BruntInsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Let's get to big game or not a big game. First up, tonight, 8 p.m., Fox, WWE SmackDown. That's right. Huge SmackDown tonight. The Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. He will be on the show for the second week in a row. And the big story, after last week, what's Jimmy Uso going to do? Jimmy Uso, he betrayed Roman Reigns. Actually, it's what's Jey Uso going to do. Jimmy betrayed Roman Reigns, and now is Jimmy going to fall in line with the Tribal Chief, or is he also going to betray his Tribal Chief and side with his brother, Jimmy Uso? Huge decision coming tonight for Jey. WWE SmackDown, that's a big game. Know it. Alright. Tonight, 8-10. Valley Sports Florida Miami Marlins at Chicago White Sox the Marlins 35 and 28 winners of six in a row they've swept their last two series terrible teams Oakland Kansas City the White Sox are eight games under they're also bad you got the rookie Yuri Perez on the hill tonight he's been pretty good can the Marlins make it seven straight wins I mean no one's paying attention because of everything that's going on with the Heat and Panthers. But you know what? Marlins White Sox? No, not a big, it's not a big game. I can't do it. If I'm not going to be focused on it, how could it be a big game? I got, I got to be fair. It's not a big game. All right. Big game or not a big game. Tonight, 830, ABC, Denver Nuggets at your, Eastern Conference champion, Miami Heat, game four. The Heat are going to snap their three-game home losing streak in the NBA Finals. You're going to get a big performance from Jimmy Butler. Bam's going to do his thing defensively on Nikola Jogic. Vincent's going to bounce back. You got that bum-ass Tony Brothers. He's not officiating the game tonight. Max Struess, Duncan Robinson, it's going to be bombs away, and the crowd's going to be on fire tonight. Nuggets at Heat. Game four, that's a big game. You know it. All right, everybody everybody, settle down. I'll be down. Saturday, 7.30. Apple Plus. Inter-Miami at New England Revolution. Now, Inter-Miami, last place in the Eastern Conference. This will be the second game for the interim coach. Inter-Miami did beat New England earlier in the season. Nonetheless, until Messi joins them, this team is shit. Inter-Miami at New England, not a big game. Can't convince me otherwise. Finally, I got time for one more. Saturday night, 8 p.m., TNT, live from FLA Live Arena. The Vegas Golden Knights at your Eastern Conference Champion Florida Panthers Game 1 four the Panthers are back in this series they have a chance to even the best of seven series if they protect the home ice again tomorrow night Sergei Bobrovsky back in this series after a sensational performance last night will tomorrow night be the game that Sasha Barkov lights the lamp for for Hagee saved us in overtime last night first goal of the series Kachuk now two straight games of the goal It's Barkov's turn tomorrow night. I think we're getting a big effort from the captain tomorrow night. And the Panthers will leave in this best of seven series. Stanley Cup Finals at two games apiece. I'll be there. My first ever Stanley Cup Final game. Knights at Panthers. Game four. That's a big game. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game. Wow. Brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com 954 589-2204. 589-2204. Two, two, so all guests on Zaslo Show 2.0 are always presented by the official beer of the program. That, of course, is Johnny Cuba. European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny. Hey, tonight, come on. It's Friday night. We got the heat. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny. It's Sedano's Presidente, Win dixie And, of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, Stay tranquilo. Joining us here, of course, is our pal Tom Haberstro. Tom, thanks a lot for joining us as we are on the morning of Game 4. It feels like a must-win for the Heat. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Are the Heat in big trouble tonight?
3: Yeah, I think they are. Um, when you look at the way that Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic are just obliterating the Miami Heat defense and getting anything they want... Um, that's a real cause for concern. And Jimmy Butler has to do better stepping up. Uh, Bam Adebayo has been getting a lot of great looks, a a lot of great shots, but a lot of times it feels like they're playing into the Denver Nuggets' hands by not attacking the rim um, and pressuring Nikola Jokic at the rim and Aaron Gordon. It feels like they're leaving money on the table. Uh, But more importantly, if the Heat aren't hitting like – hitting shots like the Golden State Warriors during the the Steph Curry era, which is what they're doing this entire postseason, it doesn't seem like they're giving themselves a great chance to win. As Amino Hassan likes to say, they have a really small margin for error. And when they're not hitting shots, uh, they just don't have that second lever that they can go to to sustain them in a victory. It's going to be a tough win uh, on the home floor because Jokic and Murray are just, they're they're on another level right now.
0: You know, it's... Obviously, Murray and Jokic had incredible games. I mean, they like they looked like champions in Game Three. They were incredible, and I felt after the game, I'm like, we, it's not as if the Nuggets as a team, you know, played so much better. I just think Jokic and Murray they totally carried them. Would you agree?
3: Yeah, and and look, that's fine. I mean, yeah. they're. <laughs> They did it to the Lakers. They did it to the best defense in the NBA, the Los Angeles Lakers with Anthony Davis, just smothering every other opponent that they faced. And then they got swept by this Jokic Murray combo. Um, And the fact that Jamal Murray hasn't had an all-star, don't let that dissuade you from thinking that he is an absolute star in this league. He's averaging uh, 25.4 points per game in his postseason career which is more than Dirk Nowitzki which is more than Carmelo Anthony which is more than like a hall of famers left and right Jamal Murray in the postseason has upped his scoring average from about 18 in the regular season for his career to you know 25 this guy just elevates his game unlike any other player we've ever seen no one has ever raised their scoring average in the postseason for their career than Jamal Murray so we talk about playoff jimmy But there is absolutely a playoff Jamal. And losing to this team or losing tonight to this team and having no answers for them, guess what? Join the party. Nobody else in the league has figured out an answer to the Nikola Jokic-Jamal Murray two-man game. They absolutely crushed the the Los Angeles Lakers using this action. And they don't have any answers. And when Christian Brown is able to cut off the ball and just power his way through Jimmy Butler's chest – at the rim on that that transition break, it just seems like a lot of things are going right for the for the Denver Nuggets, and Jamal Murray, like, it, it just, I, I don't know what you do with this. This guy's never made an All-Star, but he's looking like a, a guy who could deserve a Finals MVP if it weren't for that other guy, Jokic.
0: It's really interesting the way the Nuggets won Game 3, right, where... You know, the, the league has essentially turned into a three point shooting contest, except you know, the last few years. Except that certainly wasn't the case in game three because Denver did not shoot the three ball well, and they bludgeoned the Heat to
3: death with Jokic two pointers. Yes. Yeah. And and, and Zaza, that's the first time I think this entire season, this entire season that a team has not taken a, a three pointer in the fourth quarter. Wow. They did the Denver Nuggets did not shoot a three pointer in the entire fourth quarter and crushed him. So it, you know, when you watch Jokic, keep in mind, this guy grew up playing water polo. So these little like flips around the rim and the touch that he has around the rim, <laughs> it's all due to this, like water polo. Like we, we talk about other players, how they like Steve Nash grew up playing soccer and and Joel Embiid play, grew up playing soccer. And you can see it in their footwork and their vision. Like Jokic, it's uh he does it, Like Stephen A yesterday on first take was saying how he's not a dominant post player and, and just incredulous at the idea that we would say he's a dominant post player. It doesn't have to be through sheer force like Shaq, right? Or Joel Embiid around the basket. It can be, I'm going to kill you softly. Right, I'm gonna kill you with these little floaters in the in the in the paint, and just not have to like barrel my way through and dunk it. This guy is unlike anything we've ever seen, and I think the Miami Heat just—they don't have uh, a guy that they can throw at him consistently and and keep him away from the basket. And the other thing is, he's a great shooter, so there's there's really no answers here to defend the Nuggets, even when they didn't have a great three-point shooting night. They still blew out the Heat, and I think when you look at what they can do in Game 4, uh, the Miami Heat are just going to have to hope that Gabe Vincent can stay on the floor and Max Drews hits their, they hit their shots and actually neutralize the Denver Nuggets defense by hitting shots from downtown. Outside of that, I'm just not sure how they're going to be able to keep up with the Denver Nuggets offense that is just unstoppable right, right now.
0: You know, we talk about uh, adjustments, adjustments that are made from game to game. We got two really good coaches in this series. And I feel like we're at the place now, probably game four, where normally at this point of a series, game four, maybe game five, I feel like there are not really too many adjustments left to to be made. We, We kind of, like... We know what each other is about at this point in the series. And like you said, it really comes down to we need Vincent to make shots. We need Struce to make shots. Am I overstating that a little bit? I, I feel like we're at the point of the series where there isn't that many adjustments left here.
3: Watch what the Heat do when Jamal Murray gets the ball in game four. I'm really curious to see because they had some success in trapping him and blitzing him with double teams out, um, way out by the half court and trying to flummox him way when he's like, trying to get some actions in the pick and roll. Uh, I think Bam Adebayo smothering him in those actions with Jokic is something they can go to. Watch out for that in game four, whether they go blitz and just double team that pick and roll action with Jamal Murray. They're going to have some counters to that, but there are some there are some little windows there in game three and earlier in this series that I think the Miami Heat did find something, but that action, you, if, you can just hand the ball over to Jokic and just say okay now you're the point guard. Like they have counters to this, but trying to double team and force the ball out of Jamal Murray's hands could be a good answer in game 4. So if there's an adjustment, I think you might see more a heavier uh you know, a heavier output of that smothering double team action when Jamal Murray gets the ball in the pick and roll. See see what happens there in game 4. I think the Miami Heat might have found something.
0: You know, Denver Denver said this after the game 2 loss Jimmy said this also after game three where we didn't have the energy, our effort wasn't good enough. I, Tom, I, I think that's just a thing to say. Like, I don't I don't believe that the Heat lost game three because they didn't have the effort because the energy wasn't there. I mean, it's the NBA Finals. We know the Heat are a super hard-working team. Like, what did you make of Jimmy saying that? I, I think it's just a thing to say.
3: It might be. I mean, if you're if you're hitting those three pointers, is it really about energy, right? right? I think a lot of that you're playing the results. If they're hitting their shots, I don't think we're talking about um, the energy and the the you know going for loose balls, et cetera. However, look at those rebounding numbers from Game Three. Jokic by himself um, had more rebounds in the third quarter than the entire Miami Heat team. Um, this is a guy that, yes, he's a great rebounder, but you shouldn't be basically even with one single player for the, basically the entirety of the game. It was like, I think at one point, Jokic had 20 rebounds and the Heat team had 25. So you got to figure out if, if that is one of those categories you can say as a proxy for effort. Yes, the Heat need to show more effort on the boards. And as we say uh, in South Florida, because of Pat Riley you know no rebounds no rings and that goes certainly goes for the Miami Heat in game 4 is they got to figure out a way to stop jokic from swallowing up all of those boards and getting those second chance opportunities and also they got to get second chance opportunities for themselves because what the what the nuggets are doing is they're getting the ball off of defensive rebounds and they're pushing in transition and what that does as is it makes sure that the heat can't get into their zone if they're running in transition and they're not having to pull the ball out of the basket and letting the Heat set up their zone defense, the Heat are at a huge disadvantage. So if the Nuggets are going to be able to get those rebounds and go and push in transition like Christian Brown did relentlessly, then the Heat can basically pack it up. If they're going to get those transition opportunities and fast breaks and running so the Heat can't set up their zone defense, this series is over. They have to get those boards. And I think we, we tend to think that their offense and the defense are operating in silos. But in this series... Whenever the Denver Nuggets get that rebound, they're looking to push, and the Miami Heat need to figure out a way to keep them off the glass.
0: You know, Tom, w- without the numbers necessarily in front of you, I'm sure you still have a good idea of it. Who, who have been the – like when this series, when have the Heat – which personnel has been on the floor for Miami, and they've been at their best, and, and which personnel have they just been getting killed when they've been on the floor?
3: Well, Zeller in game three uh, actually had the best plus minus on the team, which is never great uh, to point out that Zeller minutes were actually a positive, uh, and the Heat let them down whenever he was off the floor. But I will also point out that it really isn't about the Heat lineups. I think it's about the Denver Nuggets lineups with the rotation that they're doing. Uh, Bruce Brown, Miami's finest. uh, The former Kane, when he's on the floor, the Denver Nuggets have crushed um, the Miami Heat, and that, that's been the case for the entire postseason. Bruce Brown, uh, former Miami Hurricane, his his bench minutes, his energy, his he's basically one through five. He can be a big man, he can be a point guard, he can be a shooter. Those minutes on the floor, Bruce Brown has killed every team that he's played because of that energy that he brings off the bench. And typically, when they go to those bench minutes with Zeller, it's just been awful for the Miami Heat. Um, I don't need to explain why. But when you see Christian Brown and Bruce Brown on the floor for the Denver Nuggets, that's usually bad news for the Heat. And that's usually bad news for every opponent. That second unit, those rotation guys, have provided such a spark for them. Uh, that, in terms of lineup analysis, the Heat have to match that energy, match that transition offense, and try to you know, stop the bleeding when those two guys get down on the floor.
0: Finally here, Tom, I know you don't feel good about the Heat tonight, but – uh, just over the last few minutes while you've been on here with me, we found out that the extender, Scott Foster, has been assigned to the, to the game tonight. So should the Heat feel good about that?
3: Well, they should. They're going to have to play a lot more physical because, uh, you know, Scott Foster really likes to call fouls. Uh, he's one of the highest guys in terms of whistles in the league. Um, and so whether it's the extender or not, I think that's a bit of a myth. <laughs> My numbers suggest that it's, it's, it's more of just a, he's got a brand of as the extender, but we've seen time and time again, this postseason that he's been on the floor for the, for the elimination game. And that team does get eliminated. So I think the numbers do bear out that that's more of a myth, but I will say there's a strong tendency. The analytics do show that Scott Foster is one of the most whistle foul, happy referees in the NBA. So what you have to do when he's on the game is to be physical, but not too physical because he's gonna he's gonna call those fouls. He loves being the spotlight in an NBA Finals game. So you have to be careful. The Miami Heat need to be physical on the boards, but watch out, Kevin Love and Kyle Lowry. It would be very smart for them to just flop left and right and hit the deck whenever he gets they get any contact and try to draw those offensive charges on Nikola Jokic and Aaron Gordon and Jamal Murray. Scott Foster's on the game. He's going to use that whistle, even though he got punched in the face, basically, by LeBron a <sighs> few weeks ago. He is going to want to use that whistle in this game four. Watch out. There's going to be a lot of stoppages in this game, and in Miami Heat have to be aware of that.
0: Excellent job, Tom. Meadowlark Media, Tom Show. Tom, t- tell everyone uh, what you got coming up next and how they can hear and see you.
3: Yeah, Basketball Illuminati Weekly. We tell you the truth about the NBA and, of course, all my stuff at the Levitard Show uh it's going to be a really really amazing finish to this series go check out basketball Illuminati in your inboxes every Wednesday and of course if you listen to top watch top chef we just had the finale last night and pack your knives we're going to be recording with Kevin Arnovitz our recap of the top chef finale yes I'm a foodie it is an awesome show go check it out pack your knives
0: awesome great job Tom appreciate you thanks so much man you got his ass Excellent job by Tom Haberstro. He is not confident in the Heat tonight. I told you, I, I don't feel good about the Heat tonight. I do think the Heat are going to win, but that doesn't mean that I feel good about the Heat tonight coming off of the last game. All right, and of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by official beer of the show. That, of course, is Johnny Cuba. Hey, before we continue on here... I told you guys, we debuted our newest sponsor on Zaslow Show 2.0 this week. We're talking about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. If you're in the market for a new car, you don't know where to go. I send you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. That is North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You walk in the showroom doors. You're greeted with a member of their friendly sales team who's going to navigate you in the right direction. Whatever you're looking for, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of the newest Subaru models on the market. We're talking the Outback, the Crosscheck, the, the Forester, the Ascent. Whether you're looking for a spacious Subaru SUV for the entire family or... Just a reliable Subaru sedan for your daily commute. North Lauderdale Subaru has the perfect model for you. And of course, at North Lauderdale Subaru, South Florida's newest and technologically advanced Subaru dealer, shop over a thousand vehicles from your home if you want at nflsubaru.com. North Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go. NFLsubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale. Subaru. Alright, you guys know what time it is. I told you the big games. But you gotta get in some family time this weekend. Maybe you got kids. You, got, you gotta do something with them. You gotta kill the time until tonight. You gotta kill the time until tomorrow night. Panthers game four. And you're saying to yourself, Zazlo. I, I gotta know. Is it a big movie? Or is it not a big movie? Big movie, not a big movie? I got a few for you here. Let's start things off with, this movie is called Transformers Rise of the Beasts. It's in theaters today. It's rated PG-13. It has language, intense sci-fi action. It has violence. It stars Anthony Ramos and Dominique Fishback and Ron Perlman and Pete Davidson! Alright, here's what it's about. Returning to the action and spectacle that have captured moviegoers around the world. Transformers Rise of the Beasts will take audiences on a 90s globetronic adventure with the Autobots and introduce a whole new faction of Transformer, the Maximals, to the existing battle on Earth between Autobots and Decepticons. Rotten Tomatoes Media Score. 54% they're telling it's average Rotten Tomatoes audience score 88% Alright now here's what's interesting to me I don't really like the Transformers movies But the fact that the media score is 54% I think is probably a really good sign Because they're not trashing the movie then So you know what? I didn't expect to go in this direction Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Let's go big movie Big movie or not a big movie, this one is called Flamin' Hot. Alright, it is out in theaters. Actually, it's streaming today. It was out in theaters last week. It is streaming on Hulu and Disney+. It is a comedy. It's PG-13. It has some strong language. It has brief drug material. It stars Jesse Garcia and Annie Gonzalez. Alright, I don't know them. Here's what the movie's about. Flamin' Hot is the inspiring true story of Richard Montanez, who as a Frito-Lay janitor, disrupted the food industry by channeling his Mexican-American heritage to turn Flamin' Hot Cheetos from a snack into an iconic global pop culture phenomenon. Rotten Tomatoes' media score, 68%. Rotten Tomatoes' audience score, 66%. Sixty-six percent. You know what? I like that this movie is streaming. You can watch it at home with your family. I think this movie sounds funny. I'm gonna go big movie for Flaming Hot. Big movie or not a big movie? This one is called 97 Minutes. It is out in theaters today. It stars Jonathan Rhys Meyers and Alec Baldwin. It's a mystery thriller. Doesn't look like it has a rating yet. That's very odd. Here's what it's about. Like I said in theaters today, a hijacked 767 is going to crash in just 97 minutes when its fuel runs out. NSA director Hawkins prepares to have the plane shot down, leaving the fate of the innocent passengers in the hands of an undercover Interpol agent. There is no media score, no audience score, which means... That it has not been screened by anyone in advance, which is never a good sign. 97 minutes. Not a big movie. And we all know that at this point, Alec Baldwin is persona non grata. There's no way he's getting big time movie roles anymore. Not a big movie. Finally, I got one more for you. This movie is called Extraction 2. It is out in theaters today. It will be streaming next week if you want to wait. It stars... Chris Hemsworth. It's rated R. It's got language. It's got strong, bloody violence. It's an action movie. Here's what it's about. Chris Hemsworth returns as Tyler Rake. I he died in the first one. In Extraction 2. The sequel to Netflix's blockbuster action film, Extraction. After barely surviving the events of the first movie. Ah, oh, there you go. I thought he died. Rake is back as the Australian Black Ops mercenary tasked with another deadly mission, rescuing the battered family of a ruthless Georgian gangster from the prison where they are being held. Oh, man. Now, there is no Rotten Tomatoes score yet, but I'm going to tell you, this is is in a prison. You know I love prison movies. Two types of movies are my favorite. Everybody knows this. Prison movies, time travel movies. And I like Extraction, and I like Chris Hemsworth. Again, I thought he died in the first one, but I'm glad I didn't. glad he didn't. Extraction 2, that's a big movie. I will wait for it to be streaming next week, but I will watch this. And that right there is another edition. A big movie or not a big movie. Yes, there you go. Alright, really good show today. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's enjoying themselves, which means there's only one thing left to do. Let's get to Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. As always, brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida 954-900-8635 954 or if you're dealing with water mold or fire damage you can go to wcufl.com let water clean up a Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal big deal or not a big deal here we go first up so Leno Messi announces two days ago that he's coming to Inter Miami I told you I've had a boost in my social media following on Twitter well how about this Inter Miami's Instagram account two days ago stood at 1 million followers. Inter Miami's Instagram account today, two days after Lionel Messi announced he's joining Inter Miami, is now grown from 1 million followers to 6.6 million followers. That's insane. Inter Miami Instagram page, that's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? All right, here's yesterday. On First Take, starring Stephen A. Smith, right? Actually, this may have been this morning. And they're talking about who needs to step up for the heat. Who's not getting it done? Well, here's Stephen A. Smith on Caleb Martin.
1: To me, it's Caleb Martin. I mean, there's an APB out. I'm down here in South Beach, as you know. Years ago, Molly, they gave me the key to the city. Um, you know mm-hmm. what? So I got Did connections here back? politically, and I'm here to. T- I, 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 they didn't take it back. They'll never take oh, it back. I thought well, But you know, you I got connections here back, politically, but, fellas. Okay. Uh, you, 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 you're interrupting me, Molly. You're interrupting me. I'm making a very valid point here. I've got connections in this city, and so obviously, I know the sheriffs. I know the. I know the P- PD down here, and there is an APB out for Kayla Martin. Where the hell are you? Can't find you what's going on here. It's a missing report going on here. We saw the man in the Eastern Conference Finals averaging 19 points a game, shooting 60% from the field, 49% from three-point range, and now, I mean, he made a couple of layups last night, and we gave him a damn standing ovation. Nice to see you, to know that you showed up to the NBA Finals. We've been looking for the brother, you know? I like Caleb. I like Caleb a lot. I'm rooting for him, but there he has been a virtual no-show in these Finals, and considering the way he performed, so exceptionally well in the Eastern Conference Finals, it's clearly a precipitous drop-off since Denver has arrived. And I don't understand why that is. We need to see more of Caleb Martin. We need to see him do significantly more. And I think that would increase Miami's chances of evening this series and pushing Denver back on its heels to some degree. But we have not seen that from Caleb Martin. And I think there's a problem. So again, the APB is out. There's a missing report. Um, I've spoken of some folks down here. I'm using my connections. Hopefully, he will be found. We will discover that Caleb Martin is in town. And he's wearing a Miami Heat uniform. And he actually is going to show up for Game 4 so the Miami Heat can have a chance, uh, even in this series. Okay? That's what that, that
0: that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I'm going not a big deal. I mean, let's be honest here. That's bullshit. All right? Caleb Martin's not a star player. And just because Caleb Martin was exceptional in the Eastern Conference Finals in a way that nobody realistically could have expected him to be does not mean that all of a sudden he's disappeared here in the Finals. And by the way, Caleb Martin, the two games in Denver, he was sick. I mean, we're lucky that he played in game two. He's been dealing with an illness. He's been sick. So, look, I've I've said this throughout this postseason. You you, you know, it's really easy to tell the analysts who watch the game and the ones who just look at the box score. Not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So this is Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel yesterday, all right? Mike McDaniel yesterday asked about the soon-to-be-released Minnesota Vikings running back, Dalvin Cook, and of course, he knows better than to talk about a player who is still under
3: contract. March 3rd, 1983. Uh, that day I was born, Right? Now we take a closer look at that date, and that in fact was not yesterday. Okay, so um, uh, people that are on people are rumored to be um, tall, short. People that are rumored to be, um, you know, that's you're not you're not going to get this guy. I'm year too okay. That's
0: a big deal right there. Dolphins coach wasn't born yesterday, and it certainly seems that when he is finally released by the Vikings, it's looking. He wants to go to the Dolphins. He already put on his Instagram page a picture of him with the Vikings last year when they played at the Dolphins. He wants to come to Miami, so that could be very exciting. Finally, one more for you here: big deal or not a big deal? Carter Verhaeghe, most clutch player in Panther history, gets the overtime winner last night. Immediately following the game, he's on the Panther bench, and he's talking to the guys from NHL on TNT. All
1: right, well, let's bring him in. Carter a. Carter, thanks so much for joining us. Congratulations. Yeah, thank take you very me, much. Take me through your goal and what you're experiencing right now as these fans aren't leaving and just keep celebrating.
4: Yeah, we have awesome fans here. I mean, uh, and on the goal, Benny made a great play to me, and I uh, had a little bit of time to walk in and shoot, and uh, I'm so happy it went in.
3: Carter, right, congratulations huge goal bring us inside the locker room what were you guys talking about heading, heading into ot as you guys had to kill that massive power play to start the overtime period
4: yeah i mean uh, our pk came up huge i mean uh they got a couple power play goals early this game and i mean uh but we keep it loose in there i mean uh i'm pretty relaxed and uh, we just go ahead and play hockey have fun and i mean uh we've been in this situation before many times so uh, it feels good Carter Biz here, 17 shots you guys had through 57 minutes in this hockey game. It wasn't a Picasso but what is it about this team that refuses to die? Yeah, I mean uh, we're we're the cats, we have uh, whatever lives we have but I mean uh, it's awesome. Uh, It shows uh, how great our team is and the guys on our team uh, have no quit in them so it's awesome
3: here uh, congrats on the big win and goal uh, Watching you guys in the first period it looked like your legs were back did it feel any different going into this game after playing a couple couple games out in Vegas after that long layoff
4: yeah I mean uh, for sure it's always nice to come home and to get an early goal and get our home fans buzzing I mean we were on them right from the start uh, they had a good push and got a couple power play goals but uh, it's just nice to get the win and uh, it feels good
1: just want to finish up with this Sergey Bobrovsky when he's playing the way he played tonight and we've seen it throughout the postseason what does that do for you and the rest of your teammates confidence wise
4: yeah I mean uh, Bob's amazing I mean He's such a good goalie. He works so hard, and, I mean, you see it out there. He's been our best player all playoffs, and, I mean, uh, I'm not surprised. I mean, he puts all his work in and practice. I mean, he's the first one out there every day, and he's such a good goalie. Uh, I'm so happy for him.
1: Carter, thanks so much for doing this. Congratulations on the goal. This one is over. Go enjoy it.
0: Thank you, much. Congrats. Yes, of course that's a big deal. Everybody knows that. Carter break. Brigh- By the way, the NHL on TNT crew is very good. Wayne Gretzky, Paul Bissonette. Liam McHugh, Henrik Lundqvist, Anson Carter—you know, just like ESPN can't figure it out, just like the NBA on TNT. Inside the NBA, TNT's NBA coverage is so far superior to ESPN. Same thing with NHL, and TNT has found a really good crew for their studio show for the NHL as well. And ESPN cannot get their act together when it comes to studio shows. So, yes, Carter Braggy post-game with the guys. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition. Courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! Alright, look, we gotta celebrate the Panthers from last night, but we gotta get serious again. I hope you I hope you slept well. Conserve your energy. Maybe you're getting a nap at some point in the middle of the day today, because we got a giant loaf of bread. We're dealing with tonight as the Heat look to even up their series with the Nuggets at two apiece. That's going to do it for today. Hey, this weekend, tomorrow, another edition of It's Still Real to Me. That's the wrestling podcast here on Zaslow Show 2.0, where we will recap all the big stories in the world of professional wrestling this week, so make sure you tune into that. Thanks to everybody who helped put together the show today. Your hard work is always appreciated. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff for the algorithm. That helps me get all the monies. We'll talk to you on Zaslow's Show 2.0 Monday. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. of Johnny Cuba, make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more
2: is always brewing. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out, like your social security number or password, for you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com aware.